Okay, so Bezras Hashem, tonight we're going to be continuing with our series of Shirim on entering into the Sea of Wisdom. And we're going to be looking at Lukutei Divrei Lekem Chaim Al-Parshasboi from the Tzaddik of Yitzhak Maya Morgenstern Shlita, Tzaddik from Yishlaim. Now, the Nakuda that we're going to be speaking about tonight was actually not given over by the Rebbe Shabbos table, but a few years ago it was given over by the celebration of the mitzvahs of Petr Chamor, of Pidjan Petr Chamor, that was taking place on Hartzion, Eitzel, the Kvarim of Malchai David, of the Malachim of Beis David, which is a place that is remarkably special in Metzias itself, it's something that's written about in the Zayar HaKadosh, it's something that's written about in particular by the Zayar HaKadosh and Parshas Nayach, and for the Rebbe in his Maimer of Vahemes Vahashalom Ohavo, it's uh, the Malchus based David and the Kvarim of the Malachim of Ben David are, are some of the holiest places in, in the writings of the Rebbe, and there's a Maimer also about Kivrei based David, so Hartzion, which is going to be part of the discussion that we have, is uh, is on a certain level of Kaidish Hakadashim for the Rebbe, as we're going to see. So this was a drasha that seems to have been given over. And the Nakuda, as we're going to see, is as follows. The Nakuda is that the Rebbe introduces the mitzvah of Pidjin Petr Chamor, according to the Ramak, according to Rav Moshe Kudavaro, in his parish on the Zayra Kadosh, where Rav Moshe Kudavaro describes that the Chamor, the Chamor or the, the donkey, is the holiest animal within unholiness. Meaning it is the roish of the klipas naiga. It is the roish of the intermediary level between holiness and unholiness. And the chamor represents the apex, which is why Mashiach Tzidkenu is going to be an ani v'reichev al chamor. And when it comes to pidjin petar chamor, that we offer a seh to the koyin gadol, or to the koyin, instead of the chamor, and we're poida the chamor for our usage, and the Ramak points out that it's mamish like bringing the reish of the klipas naiga, bringing the reish of klipa up to kedusha in order to be mamtiket. So that's what the Rebbe is going to be talking about. He's talking about what it means on a basic level for us to bring that which is stuck within the confusion of klipas naiga, of that intermediary doubtful stage, and elevating it and drawing it back into kedusha. Now, the Rebbe says something incredible, which is not the Nakuda we're going to be talking about, but he says something, Mamish, so incredible. He says that we know that the Arizal sets us up with the Kavanos of the Yom. The Arizal creates for us a map of the Kavanos from the time of Ma'ariv and the Zman of Laila through Shacharis and Mincha. And the Kavanos describe every element of ascension and degradation that takes place within a person's self, within the worlds, when it comes to davening and being mechavein properly. But the Arizal says that what the Baal Shem Tov was mechadesh is that those were the kavanos that the Arizal gave us, but each and every one of us have our own personally new and renewable kavanos on each and every day. And what are those kavanos that we're meant to engage in on a daily basis? It's the machshavos hanafulos that we experience. It's the anxiety and the fear and the fallen elements of love or compassion that has attached itself to the wrong place or finding things that should be ugly in our eyes, beautiful, or attempting to be victorious in places where we should bend to our powerlessness. And in those particular midos that are noifel, when we experience basically the, the static voice of what it means to be a human being, clarifying that experience is the kavana hayom yomi of each and every Jew. 
and our ability to engage with that difficulty, to engage with that stuckness and to elevate it back up to Kedusha is very much in line with what the mitzvah of Pidyon Petra Hamor is, which is taking that which is unholy and bringing it back into Kedusha itself. And here the Rebbe is going to explain that here at Har Tzion, and Har Tzion on the mountain of Tzion, the place of the kever of Malchus Beis David, we find that Rav Menachem Endel Mishklov and the Oilim Harishainim of the Tamidei Hagra found that this place was unique in its holiness. Ad Kedekach that Rav Menachem Endel of Shklov, associates Har Tzion with the manifestation of Yitzchak's expressivity. Meaning if Yitzchak represented Yira and Gevura as a person, then Hartzion represents a place of fear. It represents that place of encountering the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which forces us to recognize our lacking and how deficient we are in our avoda towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and an overwhelming feeling of wanting to do better and be better. And here the Rebbe says something incredible. He says, yes, the Iker is Yira. The Iker is fear. The Iker is recognizing that we are not yet accomplishing what we have accomplished. But the Rebbe says, the fact that we haven't been able to accomplish what we've wanted to accomplish, that's not because of our own symptoms of not being good enough. Even the others couldn't accomplish what they wanted to accomplish because nobody can accomplish what they wanted to accomplish. Because if we could actually accomplish fullness in this world, something we've discussed already, then we would place ourselves on equal footing with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But the Klal HaGadol is Kedushasi Lamalim my holiness is above your holiness. And no matter how lofty a human being goes on the rungs of spiritual productivity, they will always at the end of the day have to recognize that there is a gap that separates the holiness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the infinite from what the finite creature is capable of grasping. So the Rebbe says that instead of the Yira being a Yira that is rooted in a sense of Chisaron, it should be a Yira Sashem Lechayim that we have to transform those feelings of Yira, those feelings of being distanced from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, those feelings of being not good enough in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we need to transform it into a place of connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu through Ahava. That Yira is the Iker, but transforming Yira into Ahava is the Iker of the Iker. The MS is that we have to be terrified of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But the Iker and the Emes, the Amiso, like Rabbeinu teaches us, is to engage with that fear of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that sense of not being good enough, specifically through Ahava, specifically through loving ourselves, loving the world, and loving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That for the Rebbe, the Iker is not to fall, God forbid, into a brokenheartedness of fear, but rather the fear should propel us to try and reach higher, but at the very moment that we're yearning to reach higher, we should also have the second thought in our minds at the same moment that we're okay right where we are. And when we can learn to balance this paradox of emotional experience and avoid this Hashem, on the one hand, feeling that we're never good enough and that we're never going to reach the apex of what we want to do. But at the same point, recognizing that as we are at this very moment, we are good enough and we're worthy and we're beautiful in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to mend together those two opposites of Ahava and Yira, that creates the proper balance of what it means to be an Eved Hashem. Not to, God forbid, let Yira swallow us so that we feel broken and sabrachin but to allow the Yira to propel us to go higher and then to realize that wherever I end up, I'm okay. And then when I feel okay, to remind myself that I need to go higher and then to learn that I'm okay again. And this 
dual pulsation, this dance of moving forward and retreating backwards, the threats of Eshoiv, Kemara Habezek, the Ahav and Yira that dance together, that is the yichud that, of what a Jew needs to do. And the Rebbe says as follows, and this is in Ois Ayin Zayin, and the header is Hishtoikikos Hashem Belisof, yearning towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is born out of Yira, which is born out of the recognition that I am not good enough, that I have not accomplished what I need to do. Yet on the same point, Im HaSimcha V'Habitachon B'Hashem, as we learn from David HaMelech. And the Rebbe says as follows, this is the aspect of this Avoidah, Lahamtik Es HaYira, to sweeten the experience of Yira, not to get rid of Yira, that would be too easy. To tell a person just to love themselves unconditionally, avada, that's beautiful and important, but we need to maintain the engine that pushes us to move forward infinitely. So we need to be mamtik the yira, we need to sweeten the yira, that our feeling of distance and disconnection from HaKadosh Baruch Hu should be born out of a sense of love and undying connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And a person should ascend each and every day, one rung after the other, in their understanding of Yeras Hashem, understanding our lack, understanding our smallness. And certainly every aliyah in Yeras Hashem Hashem should push a person forward to clarify themselves and to rectify their behaviors. But we need to ensure that it is all done in the proper way without even a shemetz of sadness or depression. That when a person realizes that I have come nowhere near what I am capable of doing, when I have come nowhere near the fullness of what it means to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the mitzvos, a person doesn't come to kick the mitzvos as a result of that. A person doesn't come to say, forget about this. This is not like the nations of the world. In the future, when they see, as the Gemara Navoidazar tells us, that in the future Hashem is going to say, You want to do the mitzvos? Here's a small mitzvah, it's the mitzvah of sukkah, and it's going to get hot and they're going to kick it. They're going to despise it because they can't complete it perfectly. But the Jews, however, Ach Yehudi, even when we realize that we have not accomplished the fullness of Avoida, this is the way of holiness. This is the way of holiness. That a Kaddish Baruch who wants a person to be patient, like Rabbeinu teaches us in Tayravav, Hamtain, to wait, to wait for things to be the way they need to be, and not to be mad when they can't be the way that we want them to be. And this is the Inyan of Masun, Masun, Arbemeya, Zuze, Shavya. Wait, wait, and you'll receive your 400 shekels, like the Gemara tells us. Shemaramez al Arbemeyas Almindakisufa. And that 400 shekel that the Gemara tells the individual to wait for represents the 400 worlds of kisufin, of desire, of yearning towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And again, yearning is not rooted in a sense of fullness. Yearning is rooted in a sense of lack, in a sense of yira. I yearn for more when I feel that I don't have enough. And that yearning is fundamental to the religious experience. It's not a symptom of not being good enough. It shouldn't lead us to Tzabrach and Kaidur Yeyush. It should push us forward through Ahava to connect even further to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hainu, 
what it means is that a person should know this is the way things work. That a person needs to go through the worlds of desire, through the worlds of yearning before they can accomplish anything. It doesn't mean you're not good enough. It means that you're you're going the right way to accept the imperfection with love. I'm sorry, and therefore, and therefore, we need to yearn towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu at every moment, out of yira, a feeling that we need to do better and connect more to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like David HaMelech, that David Malka Mashiach's entire Indian was a shtoikikus to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like we see in Tehillim, that I'm yearning for you, I'm thirsting for you, I'm desiring you, I'm stuck without you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. All yearning that is born out of a sense of distance, of dalva ani ani, I am impoverished, I am broken, I am nothing, says David Malka Mashiach. But on the other hand, David was dancing to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's entire life. David That David with un- with, with pure abandonment threw himself into the lap of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like the Zohar refers to him as the Badchana de Malka, as the comedian, the jester of the king, the jester, the clown who knows that he looks like a fool, but nevertheless is willing to dance with abandonment because he knows that this is the way of Avoidah. And even though Chazal tell us that David Lefi Hateva should have been a broken individual, According to the constellation of his experience and his birth, he was meant to be a person who experienced brokenness. That the Nisham of Davramelech, it's not someone who worked his way out of Klippa. It was someone who was meant to be stuck in Klippa, was meant to be a Neufel, was meant to be someone who had no life. But Chaim Sha'al Mimcha. That life is what he asked for. And Adam Arishon gave 70 years of his life to David Malka Mashiach. And it was in one fell swoop that David Melech left that place. And David Melech was meant to be stuck, but nevertheless, he was happy. He was joyous in spite of it all. And he was a lo yutzlach kavyachal. David Melech failed at almost everything he attempted to do. And everything seemed to be the opposite of his desire. And the Rebbe says something incredible here. He says, David chapped that everything he wanted to do would fail. So he said, I want to go elsewhere. And that would fail. And he would find himself in the base medrash. So he learned how to live with that failure. He learned how to live with that constant falling. And instead of falling into Yira Nefula, he fell into Ahava. Nevertheless, David Amelech didn't pay attention to his failures. He didn't look at his brokenness and he found perpetual joy with Hashem. And he accomplished the Pasuk that says that B'nai Yisrael should be joyous with their creator. Yismach is the oisios of Mashiach. That the joy that David Amelech felt was mamish the light of Mashiach. Hashem. That David Melech wasn't meant to be Mashiach. It was only through his simcha in the nefila that he was like to be Mashiach. Like Mashiach, we know, is called the Barnafli. He's referred to the person who's going to fall. 
He found undying life, even in a place of Misa. David Melech has no relationship with death. That sadness and depression are death, mamish. By forcing himself to be happy in the place of Yira, by forcing himself to find presence in the face of absence, David Malka Mashiach was mamish able to draw down the Indian of Yesh Inyan Shiitapecha called that light of Mashiach Sidkenu, which is being Mahapiach Yira into just a Nacha moment of Ahava, that even when I see that things are imperfect and not the way I want them to go, first I have to yearn and try. But when a Kaddish Baruch Hu Zuck 9, when a Kaddish Baruch Hu says, no, that's not what's going to happen in this moment, then the next Avoida has to be to nichnas into the Kedusha of Machshavas Taros. And the Rebbe says in this same teaching that the Iker via Samashiach Tzidkenu, the Iker Gile of Mashiach, is for a Jew to have Machshavas Taros to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu, for a Jewish individual to have relaxed thoughts, holy thoughts, calm thoughts, not to be assaulted by Yira, but rather to throw it deeply into Ahava, and to me, Mukusha be'echad be'ezer sashem.